0: Hello everyone, my name is Chase, I'm 27 years old. I'm a business owner, a real estate investor, and a stock market investor. This is going to be a bit of a weird kind of podcast. We're going to talk about how I started my business from the ground up and build it from making nothing to hundreds of thousands a year and how you can do it as well. We're also going to talk about real estate investing as well as stock market investing. So let's get into it. When I was young, my father owned his own flooring business. I used to go out on jobs and learn everything I could. From the age of 12 or so, he felt that even if things didn't work out with going to school, like going to college, because let's face it, college isn't for everyone, that I still needed to have a skill set to be able to take care of myself. At the time, it was almost like being tortured. I didn't have time to hang out with friends. I didn't have time to do anything fun because it seemed we were working all the time. Sometimes seven days a week. We did a lot of traveling work, so I wasn't really home anyways. But it kept me from going out and getting into any kind of trouble with friends and kept me pretty much just walking a straight line. In some ways, it made me hate him because I lost so much time growing up due to working so much. But looking back now, I can't thank him enough. Fast forward 10 years, my father gets put into the hospital and can no longer work. And at the time, I only worked for him. So now I no longer have a job, but the past 10 years, I've been learning how to install flooring. What can I do with that? Do I look for someone to hire me as an hourly worker? Do I go out and get a total different job altogether? No, absolutely not. I put my head down, I started buying tools with what money I had saved up, and I started going out and looking for work. At the time, I was going around to different flooring stores and asking if they were looking for any flooring installation crews. Most of them said no. They looked at me as some 22-year-old that was more or less full of shit and didn't have any idea what I was doing. Finally, someone gives me a chance, and I feel that I only got the chance because I dropped my price down so low That no one could even compete with me. They tell me I have one shot. If I mess it up, they'll never use me again. I was so excited, but at the same time, I felt like I was wasting my time because I dropped my price down so low that after gas and supplies and paying my helper, I wasn't making any money. I did the job with absolutely no problems. They loved my work. Now I'm being offered more jobs. I do them as well, but still for the same low price. So at the end of the day, I'm working but not making any money. But I keep telling myself, I'm doing this just to get my name out and for people to see my quality of work. So after a few weeks of doing jobs and still not making any money per se, I go to the store owner and tell them I'm raising my prices, that I can no longer continue to work and not make any money. I've shown them my dedication and quality of work and that they can see my worth. The owner of the store more or less laughs in my face And says, it's not his problem. I gave them a price and that's all they're willing to give me. So I walked away. By this time, I had done 10 to 12 jobs for them and have given out all of my business cards. People were starting to refer me to family and friends and that slowly grew to me having 10 jobs scheduled. And just so happens, one of the jobs I had on the books were a huge real estate company. And they were out looking for someone to take over all of their flooring needs and were given different companies a shot. I was lucky enough to gain full contract and that alone gave me continuous weeks of work for years to come. Now when you come from making no money to having a $50,000 a year contract fall into your lap, you, uh, or at least I did, became even more money hungry. There was never enough. But I was in a spot that it was only me and one helper working at the time, and the big real estate contract I just got kept me and him extremely busy, but I was still hungry and I wanted more. That led to me hiring a few more people, but still stuck me in a spot that yes, I now have a few more people working, but they don't know how to do the job. So we rough it out. I teach the new hires how to do basic stuff and more or less start an assembly line. So now I can have them go to the job first and get it to a certain point, then move on to the next job. That left me with free time. I could go out and do other jobs, then come back and finish what the other guys started. I now have four contracts, putting my business as a whole around $150,000 a year. I started to follow in my father's footsteps and do traveling work. I was doing tile for speedways, carpet and vinyl plank flooring at Morris Furniture and Furniture Fairs and different restaurants, as well as doing many different hotels. Now, I've definitely had lows, and I've also had many highs. It's not always great. I've had extremely hard times. Nothing about having your own business is easy. It takes a very strong-minded person. I've been to the point of almost losing everything I have To busting my ass and getting back more than I had before. It takes a lot of drive and determination. And you will always have haters. Always. I have family that says I have my dad's money. And everything I have is because of him. In a way, yes, that is very true. He taught me how to do something, but I was not given anything at all. I busted my ass and made something out of what someone else taught me. You can't listen to what other people say. Sometimes others don't want to see you do better than them. Misery loves company, and sometimes people don't have your best interest in mind. I've made extremely bad decisions. Hell at one point, I was the king of putting my family into shitty situations due to making wrong business moves to pulling us back out and bringing it all together again. There was this guy, I won't say his name, but I've done work for him throughout the years. He also owns a flooring business. But when he would get overbooked, he would contact me to sub jobs to me if I had the free time. Well, one day he calls me and most of his workers have either quit or he had to fire them and wanted to know if I'd be interested in doing all of his work full time. That he had a lot of work going and not enough people. We talked about money. We came to an agreement. Now, this meant giving away all of the work I've been working so hard at getting and just doing his work. But the money was right, so I made the jump. We started rolling, and in some cases, I was making more money than I was before. All that lasted about four months. Then all of a sudden, there was no more work. Now I'm at the point of what the fuck am I going to do? All of the work I just gave away now has new companies doing their business. And most of them were pretty upset with me because I just up and left out of nowhere. I can't say I blame them because I would be upset as well. But I managed to start getting jobs lined up, took about a month or so, and we were back at full swing. It's safe to say I'll never make that decision again, but I was new to being a business owner, and I had to learn from my mistakes. Now at this point we are back rolling and making money again. While I come in contact with a man, he happens to be a pastor of a church, and he was opening up a Snap Fitness gym in St. Mary's, Ohio. He called and wanted an estimate for flooring in the gym. We set up a time and date for us to meet. I go and give an estimate. We agree on a price and a start date. He was wanting glue down turf carpet, vinyl plank flooring, and glue down carpet tiles. We finished a job a week before our deadline. The job foreman has approved our work at this point and we were good to go on getting paid. The pasture disappears, won't return any calls, no text messages or emails this goes on for over three weeks he finally sends me a text message out of the blue and says he is not paying me because we have done an awful job i ask him to meet me back at the gym so we can go over everything he is not happy with and get it all fixed that maybe his job foreman overlooked something when he gave us our approval he agrees to meet me back at the gym but doesn't show up i waited for him over an hour and again He wouldn't return my calls or text messages. Now this same thing happens two more times. He texts me out of the blue and wants to meet but doesn't show up either time again. Now we are at the point of being over the deadline and the job is supposed to be open for business. He sends me another text and says his lawyer will be calling me. He's back charging me because the flooring at the gym is unacceptable and I have not came back to fix it and that there is no more money to be discussed from here on out. Well I waited a few days to see if his lawyer was going to call, but never did. At this point I contact my lawyer and ask what I can do about getting paid and what all was going on. He simply tells me since me nor the pastor signed a contract before starting the job, there was nothing that could be done, per se, because it's his word against mine. So now I'm in a spot that we just did a $10,000 job and I have paid out over $4,000 to workers and now I'm not getting any pay whatsoever. Now I'm not telling you this story to make you dislike churches or pastors or any of the sort. I'm just telling you make sure you always make a contract and make them sign it before starting a job. Not everyone you believe you can trust is actually trustworthy. But the same thing has happened to me numerous times and it always seems to be someone from a church. Just saying. These are real-life scenarios that I've been through and want to help you avoid them at all cost. if I can. Nothing can break your spirit more like giving 110% on a job and doing great work and someone not pay you and say you did a shitty job for them. This was a short tale of a very long story. If any of you would like to hear more about my story, please feel free to reach out to me. I would be glad to do more episodes like this. But from here on, we'll be talking about breaking down step-by-step to starting your own business. We will throw in some real estate and stock market investing along the way as well. Thank you so much for listening to my story. See you on the next one.